theme of this book is if you don't have a strategy in place long before you need funding, when you run out of money, time to find it. Like that, it's game over by then. If that is what you're counting on, well, if I can just raise money, then I can get some pay myself. No, wrong answer. That is not how this works. And this is why women need an education early, early on. I'm thinking about starting my business. Great, that's the time you start developing your funding strategy. From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on the MJ Bulls Raising Cannabis Capital Podcast, we are joined by my good friend, Kara Reed, the founder of Women Employed in Cannabis, the director of partnerships at the Panther Group, and the host of the Women Leading in Cannabis Podcast. Kara, welcome to the show. Yay. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome me to your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be kind of kind of confusing being on the other side of this. It is. I, I haven't done an interview on this side in a while. I, have you ever interviewed me? Episode, I think it was episode 50 or 60, when, way back, like five years ago, I did, you were on, yeah, that's how we first met. It was such a great interview that I became a part of your network. I love having you on the show and this is, like I said, this is, we've, we've done this at least once and, but as a father of two women in the cannabis industry, I really appreciate how much work you do to level the playing field for women in our industry. It's so important and we have so much to talk about today, but I, I thought maybe we would get started. You maybe could tell us a little bit about what your organization does and then we can jump into some of the, your, the newest initiatives that you're working on. So Women Employed in Cannabis launched six years ago in July, and we have been focused on supporting women in the industry through education, through networking, through resource sharing. And it was, it was going pretty well. But last year, when the numbers came out, you know, we made it through COVID, we transitioned online really well, but we really kind of got it after COVID because so many businesses, especially here in California, you know, once COVID was over, we were no longer the essential service and what was starting to happen in 2019 really kicked in. So as I was watching businesses fold left and right, and I was looking at the numbers, you know, MJ releases numbers every year on how women and minorities are doing in the space. And, you know, once again, we dropped year after year after year, no matter what I did, it was meaningful for one-on-one, but it, it wasn't enough to really move the needle. So I realized that we needed to partner with someone who could give me access to money because money is the only way, right? Putting money in women's pockets is really the only way that we're going to make real change because that will keep women businesses alive and women hire women. So we can count on, you know, more women staying in the industry because they're able to sustain themselves. So that was just this kind of big moment where I felt like, okay, I need to find a really good partner. And Panther Group stepped right into that role. So we've now shifted our focus from, you know, really trying to educate women about the supply chain and the different opportunities in cannabis to focusing on fundraising. So my podcast, Women Leading Cannabis and WEIC, while we still support those things and encourage that among our members, our focus as the organization is now on getting women funded. 
whether it's educating them on fundraising or giving them options and opportunities, introducing them to investors and finding ways to create that path for them so that they have a better chance of raising the money. Yeah, yeah, I've listened to you talk about this a number of times on your show, how the advantage that women have or investors, I should say, have when they're working with a woman entrepreneur versus a male entrepreneur. But if women don't have the money, it doesn't matter how much supply chain information they have. If they're not in business, it doesn't do them any good. I think I remember saying this on my shows and afterwards you said, I couldn't believe those numbers. And I looked it up and you were right. But over and over again, statistics show women have a faster return on investment. They have a higher return on investment. They have lower employee turnover. They have better employee satisfaction. They are 30% more profitable than their male counterparts. And this is happening over and over and over again. It wasn't a fluke of one year where the statistics laid out that way. I mean, I think even Mr. Wonderful from Sharpen did a review of all of his investments and found, again, his women-owned companies were far outpacing the male-owned companies. So this is not, you know, we're not asking investors to take this huge risk and invest in women because we just don't know what we're doing. No, we've proven ourselves. We are good CEOs. Why are we not getting the funding that we're asking for? That's the issue. That's what I want to try and debug from the perspective of the cannabis industry, because it is a national problem. It isn't just the cannabis industry that's dealing with this. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I think you said one time it was like 1% of all VC funding goes to women or 1.5%. It's, it's, it's sad. Yes. In 2022, all the amount of funding that went to women-led or founded businesses was 1.9%. Of like $238 billion dollars, 1.9% nationally went to an which was down from 2.18% the year before. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just, like I said, it's very sad. It's very sad. Well, let's talk about your partnership with, with the Panther Group. I know you've, you created the ultimate guide to securing funding for women entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry called the Roadmap to Funding. What does that include? So let me, let me back up a little bit and tell you about how this came about. So I got connected with Panther Group because they were looking for more ways to support women. And so we dated for a little while, got to know each other and found, okay, this is, they're really sincere about what they're trying to do. They're not just looking to leverage. They're not going to take it on and then pat me on the head and say, isn't that cute? Your little program, we'll, we'll give you a couple dollars. They were really ready to say, okay, this is a massive initiative that we're going to take on. So what do we do? So my first time out with them, I went to MJ BizCon. And there were several women that I watched walk up to Jordan, the CEO, and pitch their businesses. And they went on and on and on and they couldn't answer the questions. And it started to dawn on me that, okay, this is where we need to close the funding gap. Every woman that shows up in front of him should know in two to three sentences, this is what my business is. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I will do with it. Clear, concise, and prepared. And the fact that so many women showed up, brilliant women, great CEOs, but lacking their ability to really close the deal with just getting him interested was a problem. So I sat down with them and I said, look, we need to, this is where we have, this is where we have control, right? I can't force an investor to invest in a woman. 
I can't, I can't make that happen no matter what I do. But what I can do is get them so prepared that when they sit down in front of that investor, game over, right? They are prepared. They are sharp. They've got it. They can show up with everything that that investor wants to know in here and close the deal. So we looked at what are the different steps and where are women losing? So at the very beginning of the process, because that's where we were meeting these women, they were looking for funding. They were just starting out. How do we get them ready? Well, let's look at, and, and, and mind you, I wrote this in conjunction with them from my perspective, failing at raising funds for multiple companies, not just my own over my 20 something, 25 year career tech, entertainment, music, whatever. I've never succeeded in it. And as I have grown as an entrepreneur and been exposed to more, I've learned several lessons. And then being with the Panther Group, they gave me a real education in a lot of things. So we turned that into seven chapters. And the first chapter looks at the most important thing that is very difficult to look at, especially as a CEO, and your business is your baby. Maybe you don't really have a viable business for funding. And it's a hard thing to say, and it's a harder thing to hear. But if we don't start getting honest with women about the fact, look, this is a brilliant idea, sell it to somebody. Hey, this is a great product, sell it to somebody. Hey, this is a good idea, go back, earn revenue, prove your point out, come back when you hit these certain marks. I'm so tired of seeing women throw their money away because when you invest your money into a business that goes nowhere, your wealth turns into air. And I've seen it outside the cannabis industry in my own family, and I've watched it happen to so many women. I hear over, I've put 200,000, I put 300,000. Now it's time for somebody to come and give me money to pull me out of this and save me. That is not how it's going to happen, ladies. I'm so sorry. You need a strategy that starts the minute you decide to start your business so that if you are going to raise money, if you see your business as one where you're going to raise $1.5 to $10 million in the first several years, you better have a strategy that puts you on the doorstep of those investors ready to go. But what does that mean? That's what we look at in each of the chapters. What happens? Okay, now let's say you've got a business that's fundable. What's next? Well, you know, essentially, what's your business plan in a nutshell? Who are your customers? What's your target market? It blows my mind how many women cannot answer those questions. So let's get them educated. Let's guide them through that so that they don't sit and look at this concept of this overwhelming business plan that takes forever. And maybe I'll get to it later. I just need to run my business. Nope. You got to have those questions answered and dialed. They're going to sit in front of an investor. And then we look at some things. I, I made a point to put some pieces into the book. For instance, I have asked attorneys, I have asked investors, I have asked other entrepreneurs. You know, I'm at the beginning of my business. And I have three people that are working for me for next to nothing or free. And they want a piece of equity in the business. Oh, am I going to give them 10% each? How do I do that? How? What's fair? How do I think that through? And I could never get an answer. Well, I've got an answer for you in the book. So I really tried to find those pieces. So there's a couple of those in there that are like, I couldn't find this information anywhere, ladies. Here you go. This will help you answer some major issues that actually have stopped me as an entrepreneur. And I've watched not just stop, but really back into a corner. And the 
other thing that I think is really the most important, which is just kind of the overarching theme of this book, is if you don't have a strategy in place long before you need funding, when you run out of money, not time to find it. Like that, it's game over by then. If that is what you're counting on, well, if I can just raise money, then I can get you know, pay myself. No, wrong answer. That is not how this works. And this is why women need an education early, early on. I'm thinking about starting my business. Great. That's the time you start developing your funding strategy. I'm going to jump ahead here because we're going to cut it, cut it close on time. But I, because I want to talk about the the mentoring program that actually starts tomorrow, June June seventh, and and will a lot of the stuff that you discuss that you include in the guide be included in the mentoring program, or maybe just ex- explain to us what the mentoring program will be all about. It is an eight week program that follows week by week the roadmap to funding. So, you know, we'll have our introductory week where we get set up and then we will follow each chapter. And the way it's going to work is Meryl Gilbert is leading as our moderator. She will welcome two to three panelists who will discuss the topic of the week. So it'll be investors. It will be entrepreneurs. It will be cannabis professionals that can weigh in on that topic and give us some really good advice. Then we'll, so that's the first 45 minutes. Then we'll break out. And there are four cohorts. Each one of those cohorts has a mentor and six women, six to seven women, who will work together for that eight weeks to get to the final week. So each week you're going to go and you're going to work with your mentor on your homework and have one person that you can go to and say, you know, what do you think of this pitch deck? You know, I don't know how to answer this in my pro forma, right? This is an area that gets women. It's like getting caught in a spider web. I don't know the answer to that. Now I'm stuck. And now I don't know the answer to this over here. Now, where do I go? Who can I get to help me with this? I don't know if I'm getting the right information. So now you get to work through these documents and actually have a mentor chapter by chapter to make sure you are successfully getting through each one. And what you're producing is what investors want to see. And it's going to culminate in the final week, which is going to be a pitch contest. And the pitch contest is going to be between all of the mentees. They're going to go ahead and they're going to do a a quick pitch on their product. All of the mentors are going to have an opportunity. We'll have some of our guest panelists come back to create our jury. And then we'll decide who out of this group really has the best shot at getting funded. And then that winner will get put on our deal sheet. And what that means is the information about that business and that woman is going to be sent out to all of our investors with all of our paying clients that we're working on raising money for. Okay. So, yeah. So that is the Panther Group's commitment. And, you know, we're going to try and do this twice a year. So we want to be able to elevate and really get in front of investors, two solid women a year that otherwise would not have been able to fast track that way because they went through the mentor program, they did the work, they put it in, and they've got a business that we really feel like, okay, you've got it. And it will be a very fair process. So the great thing is that we also have some very generous sponsors who are donating. Armanino's gifted us a 280E audit, a corporate structure review, and a bookkeeping cleanup, right? Because that's what you've got to have before you go sit down in front of an investor. Terry Grabs from F3HR Consulting is giving us an hour of consulting so that we can, this woman can figure out how do I structure my team? 
Uh, Dwayne Morris given us towers of whatever legal service you need to prepare for your funding, right? And I have a feeling that as we continue, Nancy Birnbaum from North Bay Media, free press release on the announcement of your launch. So I expect that we will, by the time we hit our eighth week, have a really incredible suite of of services available to the woman who wins so that she really has, like, she is just ready to go. She's got all this incredible support that she needs to make it happen. That is so cool. Is there, now, are there seats available? Can people still register? No. We were given a gift by Sharon Beto, the CEO of Evergreen Market. She had done some work to help a woman gain a license that I had introduced her to. She ended up getting connected with, and she said, you know, I don't need the fee you're going to pay me. Let's send, let's give it to a WEIC to buy some seats for women who want to get funded. That's how she's paying, how she's paying forward and giving back to the community. So we're so incredibly grateful to Shannon. She's just an incredible woman, very generous and has enabled numerous women to be able to take this course. So between the, the seats that we've sold and the scholarships, we are sold out. However, if you're interested, go to the registration page, panthergroup.co forward slash roadmap to funding. You will be able to sign up for a wait list for the next round. Okay. Well, we'll have all that information in the show notes. One last question before I let you go. I mean, if there are investors, a lot of investors listen to, listen to this show and they got to think this is a great opportunity. How would, how can, how can they get involved if they wanted to participate in this? So many ways. So in the mentor program specifically, this go around, if you would like to donate any services to help the winner or to help the second and third winner up, runner up, we are taking those donations and gifts. Just reach out to me here. Also, with Panther Group specifically, we are looking at building a female-focused fund and other ways that we can support women. So please reach out to either to myself or to Jordan at the Panther Group. And I just, I want to say too that, you know, I really am very, very grateful. I've had the opportunity, not just, you know, the, the incredible guys at the Panther Group and their true dedication to not just improving the lives of women in this industry, but minorities as well. And one of the things we're going to do is we have proven this template works with women. We're going to open this up to social equity because we want just women, right? We have two serious groups that need help in this industry. But the number of allies that I've spoken with and that I've been getting to know through Panther Group, whether they're partners or investors, so, you know, if you are an investor or a partner or someone who's interested in helping women, reach out to me. There's a lot of different opportunities that we have. And I know that you're out there. I talk to you all the time. Reach out to me and let's figure it out. Because next time we're going to be asked sponsors to sponsor scholarships for women the way that Shannon did this time around. I think it's a really good way to get, to get people involved and ensure that we can keep this program going. Yeah, and it's a great way for investors to get an inside track on the next great idea. And I just want to say real quick, the Roadmap to Funding is a free download. So it is available to anyone in the community who wants it. Feel free to share it with anyone that you think needs it. Kara, thanks for your everything that you do. I really appreciate it. You're making a difference every day. We need more people like you in this industry pushing it forward. Thanks again. Thank you, Dan, for everything you've done to support my show, Women Leading in Cannabis, and for making the PodConnects Network 
a network that is so incredibly friendly to women and diverse voices. This is a stellar standout network in this industry, and I'm so proud to be part of it. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.